To halftime talks. I think we're on episode 31 now, something like that. Yeah, 31, 32. We're on that little time scale. Mm. I'm Colfam, as always. And we come a day after the US final. Yes. <laughs> a day of mourning. I think a day of disappointment. Yeah. A lot of emotions at yeah, the moment. Yeah, it didn't come home. <laughs> it went to Rome. It went Rome. <laughs> it went Rome. <laughs> and uh, Natalia's outside cheering on because she was, you know, she did get them the sweepstake and yeah. she also is Polish. So she was not cheering on for the British. As disappointed as we were from the result, I think we should just show our gratitude to the boys. Like even yeah. getting to the final. Like, Honestly, I wanted to say, yeah. Jordan yeah. Pickford, Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, Stones, Sterling, yeah. Rashford all the lads, even, Saka, Saka Sancho. Sancho, all of them, yeah, Mason like, Mount, Grealish, mm. all of them, well done, honestly. Mm-hmm. And we're behind you 100%. Yeah, 100%. I think we need to recognise that no one is going to bash the players. Like, we aren't going to do that. We don't think that it was their fault in any way, shape or form. We are so proud of how far they came. It's just disappointing to see it end yeah, right at the it final It really is. And obviously, end, I think you, you know. can have healthy criticism yeah, without heading 100%. into the horrible, horrible hate and abuse that we've seen over the last yeah, few days. And we'll address that in a second. Yeah, we're going to get very deep into the final in a little bit. But just before we do that, we are going to quickly cover the quarterfinal and the semifinal just because we did have a bit of a time off due to health-related issues. Yeah, I got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick got COVID. I got tonsillitis, you know. Oh, damn. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So I did tell you when I got tonsillitis because I could That's talk. Cool. I couldn't talk. So we couldn't even <laughs> do the show but, we wanted to. you know, we've had our health issues, but now we're back. We're better than ever. Nick's recovered, thank yeah. God. Yeah. Quarterfinals, very good game. I think we went into it with good expectations. I don't know. It was a, It was one of those that we thought we was going to win. Yeah. It was the only game that I went into 100% confident. Yeah. Ukraine. Like, come on. Ukraine, we didn't even expect them to beat uh, Sweden. No, you know, So exactly. I thought it would be Sweden that we'd have to be playing. And then even to be playing Ukraine was a godsend. And from the first few minutes when Harry Kane scored yeah. that goal, it was done. Like, yeah. I was just enjoying watching a good game of football, you know. Yeah. And I don't think Ukraine backed down. No, I no. think they actually gave us a good Credit run. to them for yeah. trying, you know, because a lot of teams in that position would just defend, defend, yeah, defend. Like, exactly. at least put up a good fight. Exactly. And it was England's only game that we played away. So yeah. I think... There's a lot of talk surrounding, you know, England getting to the final because we played all the home games, blah, 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 blah. But if that happened, wouldn't every home nation win the national competition? No, no, it's true. I think obviously it's given us an advantage. Yeah, 100%. Like having those fans behind you. But yeah, anyway, not to get too into that. But, you know, Harry Maguire scored a goal. That made me a bit happy. Jordan Henderson scored a goal. Both of our captains. captains, You know, a little bit of captain (laughs) love there. Personally, I still think that someone else should be captain over Harry Kane, but we're not going to get into that. Yes, indeed. Yeah, quarterfinals, easy road. England should have won that. We won that. Went through to the semis. And yeah, I think the semifinal was a good game. Yeah. We went 1-0 down, but we recovered. The Denmark game was crazy. Yeah, that was one of the, the real, like, yeah. it, it was. It reminded me of the World Cup almost because yeah. it was just this, like, really intense game. We I don't think we we got through really deservedly, to be honest. Yeah, we no. didn't We didn't deserve to win I that game. I don't think so either. Uh, um, that penalty wasn't a penalty, if I'm being 100% honest. I think everyone honest. can admit that. But, you know, at yeah. the same time, I did not care. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't think anyone cared. I think it's a matter of... How many international tournaments have we seen where silly decisions have been made? We saw it in the final. Like, a lot of unnecessary decisions get made and it will benefit one team rather than the other. And 
in this occasion, England were lucky. I think it was going to go to penalties if that hadn't had happened. But, you know, yeah. it happened. And, I mean, who knows what would have happened. Yeah, there, exactly. But Denmark put up such a fight. And I think the way the tournament started for them, at one point, I didn't think they were making out of the group stages. You know, everything that happened with Ericsson. And then, oh, thank God he was okay. But then they went on to lose two games in the group stages. Luckily, yeah. managed to make it out. Was it two or three games that they lose in the group no, stages? No, they must have just lost two. It must two, have been two. Right? Because they, they made it out. They, it they made yeah. it out. You know, their entire Euro 2020 journey has been insane. And massive props to them for even getting there. I mean, Kasper yeah, Schmeichel yeah. is a massive talent. Like, we are so lucky to be able to have him in the Prem. Yeah. You know, we were lucky to have his dad at one point playing for only the best team in the world, <laughs> Manchester United. Shut and up. then, um, you know, and he's just done his thing at Leicester and he's a true talent. He's a true yeah, captain as well. We've had some good goalies in yeah. this competition, man. Him, Donnarumma. Yeah. I think Pickford's done really well. Pickford did really well, you yeah. know, honestly. I mean, he, he even that, that goal, that free kick, some people were saying, oh, his positioning... It was such a yeah. good free kick. I don't think anyone could have. The got amount to that. of saves that Pickford made in that Denmark game, we could have mm. lost that game in like the second half, but we didn't. We kept on fighting. We made it through to the final, which is incredible. And you know, the penalty will be spoken about, and I think it'll be spoken about for a very long time. I think if England had won the competition, it would have been spoken about to a completely different level. Yeah, yeah. Because it would have been like you guys shouldn't have even been there. You guys won it on a fault. But listen. We didn't win it, Look, so be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and also, they, I mean, Denmark fans, to be fair, I, I understand why they were salty. But at the yeah. same time, if you've lost, you've lost. You have to take exactly. that. Exactly, and, and, and you've and got to take it going. on their chin. And I think the Denmark players took it on their chin just like... They did, they did. And, you know, they're a class act and massive congrats to them. And I think with that game, both teams are playing with a lot of heart. Mm. You have this team who almost lost their player on the pitch. Um, yeah, there's a lot of emotion that goes into it. There's a lot of emotion it? in that team. You know, they've made it so, so far... And they were just playing because they were playing for him. And you could tell. Then you have the singer squad who have not made it to the final in years. Yeah. And there was a serious energy years. around this exactly. tournament, you know, that really was, uh, exactly. was special. Playing on home soil, you know, all the players homegrown from just little communities, you know, South London, Manchester, yeah. here, there and everywhere, you know. So it's just like they represent what we are. Yeah, they really do. And yeah. and that is one of the most wonderful things about watching exactly. this. This team is the togetherness, the way that they yeah. stand it, stood in solidarity exactly. with each other against racism, the way that they play as a team yeah. coming from all over the country, all different backgrounds. Yeah. It was, you know, that's that's what I think exactly. it's it's not what England is, but it's what it could be. It's an aspirational view of mm -hmm. what I think our young generation want England to be and want to see the future. Exactly, of. So, and it's like, I don't know how many people do watch like, you know, other things surrounding England's tournament, but like, you know, they've had things like Lions then going on, you know, inside training. And every time you watch these things, the main thing that you see is togetherness. It's not a matter of the players just walking past each other, not acknowledging each other. Like in the past, I think something that really lacked in the England squad was you had such incredible talent in mm. these teams. Like, I'm so shocked that these England teams have never won anything international. I saw something talking about how we had Lampard, Scholes yeah. and Gerrard in midfield exactly. at one point. And we couldn't make it. And then you have Calvin Phillips and Declan Rice. Who made it to it. the final. Come on. And so it's got to speak to this team exactly. It's got to speak to the fact that those players didn't even want to talk to each other. Like, they took team rivalry to yeah. the next level. Whereas these players have grown up together in youth level, whether that's at club or country level, these all have grown up together, which is why there is just some sort of, it's like almost like a family. Yeah, you know? yeah it really is. It, it's literally a family. And I think the fact that they had that really pushed them through and it led us to win that game in extra time, whether you want to call it a 40 penalty or not, which I think it was, but we wouldn't have even got that penalty if these players did not have such, you know, strength 
and you know I'm so proud of them endlessly man and, yeah. and, I, and I can't sing the praises of that team enough yeah. obviously not even the mo- I wouldn't even say the most talented team in terms of the players in the competition no, France not. have a better squad Portugal have a better squad as we said and even Italy I would say probably yeah. have a better squad too but it's it was the heart it was the yeah. you know the drive I and, think and that's what energy. carried our team to the final 100% that's sort of just a little roundup of the past two games that we didn't actually I also talk wanted about. to I also wanted to talk about also the road of Italy to oh, the final because yeah. they played Spain which was kind of mental I, I I thought from that game that Spain put up a very good fight yeah. but I thought they would Italy would definitely beatable because Spain were not that good of a team that was the worst I've seen Italy play this tournament yeah yeah during definitely. that game it gave me some hope you know yeah <laughs> that we could maybe be yeah because <laughs> I really thought that maybe they were tired at this point you know you've played so well the entire tournament you've conceded they conceded what one goal the entire time yeah. only to, to Austria so I was like do you know what we can do this yeah but 100%. you know it doesn't always happen like that. But I think something major that happened in the quarterfinals was Switzerland beating France. Oh, my God. We didn't get to talk about this because obviously we didn't record then, but knocking out world champs, Switzerland. It's actually insane. And that's what is brilliant about yeah. the Euros, isn't it? These giant killings that you see. And on penalties, it is, it's a 50-50, whoever's going to win, isn't it? It's always, You can't tactically prepare yeah. for it. So that's why a team like Switzerland had such a chance to do I something and they, they, they you've did. you've got to acknowledge, okay, yeah, Mbappe missed it, but Jan Sommer. Oh, my God. What a guy. Yeah, he, what he was, a keeper. We're talking about like, brilliant keepers yeah, this, this uh, competition. This Jan Sommer has got to be up there as well. 100% up there. Like, what a talent. Yeah. You know, I think he did so incredible. And I just think that Switzerland team themselves, you know, they did themselves proud. Like, even just beating France, I think, is not a lot of people can say that. Yeah, no, not, not at all. Like current world champions. These, these, this France team having yeah. Mbappe, Pogba, Benzema, just what yeah, a team, Griezmann, right? Griezmann, like the entire Jeez. team is insane. And managing to beat them in the Euros quarterfinal. Like, you know what's mental as well? Mbappe didn't score one goal the entire yeah. competition. Not yeah. one. That is insane. Yeah. He was literally touted to be the top scorer of the whole competition. You know what made me quite sad one. was Pogba scored a really good goal that game. He did. Oh he my gosh. It was beautiful. The sauce as well afterwards. Like, <laughs> he, he did like every little celebration yeah, that there did. was out there. He did a bit of this, a bit yeah. of that, you know. I'm scared of France for the World Cup, but you know, for yeah. now, I think we got very lucky in the sense that they got knocked out. Oh yeah. Um, Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> like Switzerland, you did us all a favour. Yeah. And then they I, got knocked out by Spain, wasn't it? Exactly. On penalties, On penalties as well. As well. Which is quite upsetting because I think I think if Switzerland had beat them, I don't think they would have made it to the final. Like then they would have had to play Italy, so they wouldn't have made it anyway. But I think yeah. their journey just the same as I think a lot of other teams is incredible. Like Denmark, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Honestly, it, this has been a tournament of underdogs, yeah, and also excitement. I think this is going to kind of map out how maybe the World the Cup will World be Cup as will well, yeah. with a lot of penalty shootouts, yeah, a lot of own goals, maybe. yeah. And yeah, red cards and things like that. Do you know what it is though? Well. A lot of penalty shootouts happen, but a lot of goals are missed. Yeah, like yeah, because usually yeah. a lot of these penalty shootouts. I remember watching during the league. They often sometimes even go up to 10, yeah. 11, 12. Dude, it's like the Europa League final all over again. Like it went yeah. to what, like twelve pens and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until, exactly. Until the game is. It's just like hardly any of these players can score pens, which I think I don't want to get too into this because I don't want to start getting through the well, his name all in here, but um. I think a lot of people like to say that, oh, Penandez or, you know, Penaldo or Pessi, they mm. really like to put the penalty in everyone's name. But I think this has just shown how difficult it actually is to score these penalties and how much pressure it is. That's true. And yeah. if you are able to do it, like, massive congrats to you. Because I think we all just see a couple of players, you know, shooting from 11 yards out and thinking, oh, it must be easy. Yeah. But when you've got, like, what, 
they had like 12 well, foot at this point in the goal but like these really massive men who are able to stop these goals it's a terrifying yeah, when you've got someone like Donnarumma staring you down dude when you're taking... I cannot <laughs> I cannot he's so scary he's so he's, tall he's massive he's such a young man but my gosh yeah. dude. although I would say to refute that point though is that it's different I think in a penalty shootout than it then is it in is a real just game. Normal penalty. Because yes, that's in a true. real game is not you've not got the entire nation. No, like obviously you don't. But I think a lot of people need to start putting respect on people's names because yeah, I see, I see. Because you might want to say even had Jorginho, who usually scores penalties, missed he missed it. He so. missed last night. So it clearly just shows that it's an art. And yeah, Bruno and Fernandez, I love you anyway. <laughs> I can't believe you managed to sneak Bruno Fernandes into every conversation. Me. After, <laughs> after all the slander this poor guy has faced because of penalties, you say the same for Ronaldo. Yeah. You have the likes of you know Mbappe, generational talent missing. So big players missing, yeah, you know. And exactly. again, that doesn't speak to how good the player oh, is. Definitely Mbappe not. is still a brilliant player. He's Saka's still one still of the best player. up and coming players in the world. Like you can't put anything down on Mbappe's name just because of the performance this no, tournament. No. That's just a roundup of that, but. That time we get into the final. Yeah, I was gonna say we've been we've been we really want around to like it, you know we, stay away from that section. We can't really ignore it anymore. I think before we get into the severity of the outcome of it and you know the response from the fans is congratulations to today. Um, yeah, yeah, go on. It's not something that we want to do, but I think we need to do it. Yeah, I understand. Like yeah. they, they they did well. To be honest, from Group the beginning, stages, Italy I think looked they were very strong. Yeah. And I think we even might have said on the show, we were like, we didn't expect Italy to be as good as they were, but yeah. they could be the dark horse in this competition. Yeah. And it turned out that they were. Because they have such an older squad, you know, I don't think many of us see them play that often. So we don't really know what they bring to the table, but they yeah. brought a lot. I didn't know of the quality of players like Chiesa yeah. and even yeah. that Immobile could still do it and people exactly. like this. And yeah. So, I mean, yeah, congrats Italy. They did well. They have a good team. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not I'm not mad that they won. Yeah. I think the way that they played, if we don't get into the dirtiness of it all, I think they deserved yeah. it. Yeah, I think yeah. They deserved so, it. at least towards the end. Because I think we did very well in the first half. We, we controlled the game I'd say completely. after the first 45, I think we'd lost it after that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was something in the dressing room. Maybe it's the nerves yeah. and things like that. But... You know, Italy came out as a different squad yeah. and they just absolutely dominated us in the second half. Yeah. They got a very lucky, scrappy goal, I would oh, say. I know. But a goal is a goal at the end yeah. of the day and England had to respond properly to that, which we just and didn't. And we didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't see an England comeback. As soon as that goal went in and I saw the way that England were playing after that, I was like, yeah, it's either they're going to score another one or we're going to penalties. Yeah. Either lucky goal for yeah. either side because it, it looked kind of deadlock or yeah. penalties and, and then sure enough, it went, to penalties, it went to penalties. Which is, let's be real, penalties in the final must be the most stressful experience of anyone's life, no matter how old or young you are. And you've got to acknowledge the fact that this England squad is one of the youngest squads yes, in yeah, all of Europe. If you look at all the other European countries, their squads, they're a lot older. You yeah. know, you've got an aging Belgian squad an aging well, even Italy yeah, have this an kind aging of Italian squad like strong, a lot yeah. of these squads that we've seen play come in and out of this tournament this year they're all aging whereas England is very young you've got 19 year olds 18 year olds 22 year olds 20 yeah. year olds 23 that is the majority of the range of our squad and I think we almost forget that because of how high of a level they a play in at club level and also here at Euros but I can't yeah. imagine the pressure that it was they were put under. It and as I said earlier, old or young, it's going to be tough. It's but be especially tough. if yeah. you're young, and you've and and I think Saka, he Saka had never taken nice. a penalty ever in his professional yeah. career. The same actually goes for Grealish. Um, a couple of players oh, wow. have never taken a professional pen in their life. 
See, so that, and I don't yeah. think the team had been in a penalty shootout really properly. I know that there was one in um, the 2018 World Cup, but a lot yeah. of the p- penalty takers, like Eric Dyer, Henderson, they weren't, they weren't on God. the pitch anymore. They aren't, they aren't exactly. even in the squad They're anymore. not in the squad anymore. So yeah. obviously it was, it was tough. Mm. And at the end of the day, I just think we need to be proud of the boys and, and say, well done. Thank you for mm. taking us this far. You Thank you for the is, memories though? of this brilliant 100%, summer. You know? Like you guys have made this summer so much better for so many people. Yeah, really, really. Like yeah, even just special. the thought of winning this tournament has put everyone on a completely different. It lifted wave everyone's there. mood. Yeah. It, it it was really you know it was really magical for mm-hmm. a brief period of time that yeah. we had, and obviously yeah. we have to talk about the fallout now, yeah. which we've seen a huge yeah. backlash. I think um, people need to remember to that Sancho and Rashford had played pretty much three minutes, four minutes of that game. It wasn't like these two had been playing the entire game. They should have, their legs were warmed up, any of that. It wasn't like that. They were brought on so late into the game and expected to just hop on, take your pen, go off, go about your day. That's not, not how that it easy. works. You're not warmed up at You're all. You're not warmed up, exactly. And I know people will, will put on circuit like, oh, how did he bring these two men on yeah. after they missed the penalty? He's like, I still think they should have come on, if I'm yeah. honest. But earlier in the game, so they have some time to warm themselves exactly. up. Because if you come on straight on and take a penalty, it's, it's probably not going to go Yeah, and the I right think way. out of the three pens, I think Rashford was the one that hurt the most that he missed it. Only just because it was one of those ones that should have gone in, I think. Yeah, it hit the post. It was it, so close. It hit, okay, first you have the goalkeeper going the other way. And then it hits the post and it's gutting because out of the three of them, he's obviously the most notable penalty taker. He's done it for us multiple times at United. He's done it for England. Yeah, he has. It's true. I I had full confidence. I I didn't think he was going to miss it. And then he did. And that sucked. And then Sancho came on, was saved. That sucked. That's two Man United players down. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have Saka, young kid, all the pressure of the country lying on your shoulders and it's saved and it's so heartbreaking seeing the players drop to the floor after they miss the penalty because you're just like and yeah. then you have like the Italians running across the field but then you've got Saka who's down there by himself and there's this really lovely video of Carmen Phillips running up to him as soon as he missed the pen which I think is the loveliest thing ever because you so have all to the, see la- the team supporting yeah. each other and it's important as much to as all that. the lads are gutted you've also got a 19 year old who just missed the penalty and is about to have the entire country roaring down on him and he managed to do his thing you know, yeah. it's got like one one picture that really spoke to me as well was um it was uh Southgate, you know, in a really deep, you know, emotional was, embrace yeah. with Saka. And you know because Southgate has literally been in that position. Yeah. He knows what it's like. He knows exactly what so it's like. So he knows the pain that's coming. Yeah. And on top of that, obviously there's racialized hate towards Saka, which Southgate doesn't even can't even register, he but he knows what's going to what happen. Do you know what that's the thing? As soon as we lost that game, obviously I was gutted that England had lost but my mind didn't go to the fact that England have now lost the tournament. We haven't won the final. Genuinely, the first thing that came across my mind was three black boys have just missed a penalty that could have won England the final in the Euros 2020. It's about to get horrible out there. Not only for these players, but also for anybody who's out there at, at that moment in time who is a black person in England. Yeah, It's crazy to think that your country loses a tournament and the first thing you don't even think about is, oh, this is upsetting. The first thing you think about is all the hurt and pain that people are going to endure because of the colour of their skin. It's fear. You know, my brother was out and I was like, I hope he makes it home safe. Like, that isn't what I should be worrying about as a person who just finished watching a football game. You know, I should be like, oh, I can't believe my team just lost. This is gutting. I was thinking about the safety of my family and friends. And that's completely unacceptable. The fact that this has been the atmosphere that has been created and obviously I think having... Images like Saka crying, mm. like Phillips consoling him after mm-hmm. he's crying, and Southgate as well. 
This is important because we realize that a lot of this violent behavior, especially towards women that we've seen as well, mm -hmm. the domestic abuse. The domestic uh, abuse rates, what, got up by like 38% yeah, after England lost? every time England lose. Yeah. And so, you know, and I'm sure it was a lot more now because it was a final, it was right? A final, yeah. And we need to see men supporting other men emotionally mm -hmm. because this is how a lot of this anger gets built up into this toxic masculinity. Of, it's often said that the only way that men can really show their emotions is during the football. Exactly. And that can come out in some extremely violent ways. So we need to have our boys, we, we should be able to be sad and upset after these things rather than angry because exactly. what happens is after these games, these boys, these, these lads in the pubs or whatever, they turn angry. They don't get upset, you know, after the game, me and my friends, we, I mean, it was a very sad atmosphere in there, but, you know, luckily it wasn't violent, I think, because mm. we were all, you know, we were, we were crying and we were, we were together. Yeah. We were, we were consoling each other. That is the way to do it. You, yeah, you, exactly. You cannot get angry and start especially attacking Dude, it's minorities. Horrific because they weren't the ones on the pitch. And even if they were the ones on the pitch, they still don't deserve that abuse. Like for me, as soon as that full time, that, you know, that final whistle blew, it was like, yeah, the goal is done you know the keeper wasn't off the line anything like that all you start seeing online is videos of people being beaten up on the street reports of stabbings reports of this this and that and you're just like over a football game yeah. like w us two we've been sat here for the past 30 30 weeks you know just talking about football we know how much this sport means it yeah. means so much to us exactly you know it means the world to us but you don't see me or him walking out on the streets beating people up no. You don't see us coming home and just shouting racial stirs at people. That's not what you do as a football fan. You mourn your loss, you move on, you console your players on social media, you do your bit, but you don't go out there and hurt people. Yeah. These men, they do, like, they are not, like, if, if that's your reaction, you're not a football fan, no. you just want to cause violence. You're that, just a racist. Yeah, that's all you exactly. are. Exactly. You're a hear racist and you're a domestic abuser if you do stuff like that to your woman, you know, to anyone that you see yeah. in the streets. And we like, don't want you in the stadiums. No. We don't want you supporting the team, okay? Because that kind of, it's the same, it, same goes, you know, how it was at the beginning when people who boo the knee get out the stadium, okay? People who racially abuse black you, people after you this you got the likes of the like stadium. boris johnson and pretty patel piping in like i'm really upset to see the racism that all these players are occurring are you joking me the state of the two of you after everything that you have just mentioned and said online yeah. they facilitate as gary Neville exactly said, they facilitated this atmosphere this, exactly. this culture of hate towards minorities that we if have people want to boo the knee then let them boo the knee freedom of speech that's exactly what pretty patel said ridiculous and then, and then, and then you're out here telling me that you don't condemn condemn racist abuse yes you do yeah you yes do. you do through your actions exactly. your, your actions speak louder than your words exactly. and if you're a person in high power who says it's okay to disrespect black people as they stand up for their civil rights mm -hmm. then that is the message that you're sending exactly. you're sending that it's okay to disrespect them exactly. so when something like this happens you know as i was like, as like i was shocked appalled and i was you know i was angry but i wasn't surprised yeah I think that's the worst part about it because yeah. there was no shock or surprise from it. I think everyone was expecting it. I said I was expecting it. Gary Neville said he was expecting it live on TV. I think everyone was expecting the abuse that they were about to get. Which it's, is so sad, right? Is, that's it, that's the downside of the sport that we love. Is exactly. That it can cause such hate and especially exactly. racialized hate. It's, and it's, it's so awful. upsetting. And it's like no one deserves to ever go through that. And I think everyone just needs to show their support to those three players. I know a lot of people have been swarming the comment sections with actually nice comments to try drying out the bad ones, yeah, which yeah. I think is incredible because I saw as soon as Rashford had missed his penalty, his recent Instagram comment got like 30,000 more comments. You can take a guess as to what those comments were. Yeah. Same happened with Sancho, same happened with Saka. And it's like, 
Harry Kane ghosted the entire game and you're trying to tell me that he's just going to get away with it. Yeah. The, Harry Kane's comment section was, oh, don't worry, you'll get him back next year, lad. Are yeah. you joking me? The difference is yeah, literally, it's, like, it's, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. It makes me sick because this is not how we treat our players. These players made it to the first final in 55 years for the men's England team. How are we going to have? I just think, how dare you? How yeah. dare you have the audacity and of so, everything they've done for us? <laughs> it's so horrific because you have all these players' families in the stadium with them. You have their friends. You have all these people who have them all on social media. So it's like, how is a mum supposed to wake up knowing that they're going to now see their family go endure all this. It's like, I don't know if anyone knows, but Trent's parents said this. They were like, I don't want to have to wake up and see my son getting racially abused just because of a performance in a game. Like, it breaks their family's hearts more than anything. Like, if we feel horrible about the way that it's occurred to them, I can't imagine what their actual family and friends are going through because it is one of the worst things to see your family going through so much pain and... Yeah, over their job as well. You won't again. You wouldn't expect to go into any in any other job in the world. You have one day bad day at the office, and you start getting racially abused by thousands of people. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. And obviously, because the sport, you yeah. know, you're so famous and everything, people go, "Oh, well, they get paid." Getting paid a lot of money does not make you less of a human being. I don't yeah. think, in terms, especially these boys. Well, in, in maybe in some ways, but <laughs> but not in terms of getting abused, yeah. especially from uh, racist abuse that these players that yeah. these players get is obviously all abuse from from for the players is is awful it's but horrific, we yeah. don't see it at the same level for the white players you never you don't, do as we were talking about do. with harry kane here yeah. that's, that's well, harry kane even mason mount didn't have a great game yesterday but you will not see a single word against him so nope. it's just like i think we should move on from this just because you know it's a really tough topic and i think we wanted to talk about it quite a bit but um honestly just do your bit report any accounts that you see sending racial hate like it's one of the worst things to see. So, you know, as long as you try your bit, keep people safe out on the streets. Like, yeah. And, and if you see someone, somebody yeah. doing this, please obviously keep yourself safe, but, but also but speak out. Like, try your bit. Yeah. yeah. Do your bit because these boys, they did a lot for, for this, for this exactly. team, for this country. Exactly. And black people in this country do not need to be exceptional and or to be scoring penalties to gain the, the basic respect that you get the base of respect to just be told, oh, I'm sorry that you just lost. Like To be a human being, of, to be treated as a human being. None of their comments were, oh, I'm so sorry, you can come get them next year like it was for the other, yeah. like, you know, the white players. I mean, I mean, you had some, but yeah. they were drowned out by yeah, all of this it was, nonsense. It was literally just like monkey emojis, racial slurs, telling them to go back to their countries. Like it was, no- There was nothing nice yeah. there. And before we move on, we have to briefly talk about how this is going to have real life consequences yeah. for black people in this country. Yeah. And, and that is the thing that the news won't talk about as much is that there have already been several attacks mm-hmm. on black people walking home from this game last night. Mm-hmm. This is a serious issue it's that has been, to be tackled It's now. been train tracks being pushed on train tracks, being pushed into the river, being stabbed on the streets, you know, being racially stirred, being beaten up. It is horrific out there. You'd think it was like, like I saw people on their stories like, I'm leaving the game because I can't, I don't feel safe in here. If this goes to penalties and we lose, I don't feel safe. It's no one like, should have to feel no that. No one should feel unsafe in their own country. When you look at those players, you look at the ratio of white and black players, it's almost equal. Yeah. And you're trying to tell me that this that these people aren't aren't members of your country just because they're a different skin colour. It's it's disgusting, honestly. And we have to and we have to yeah. come to grips with it. Yeah. The, the, and especially a team that has stood up to racism, you know, and, and try to actually address the thing, it in the It's many that ways. the fact that it's been such a major part of our campaign, you know. You had 
like the the car, the tiny car that bought out the ball covered in the LGBTQ flag because yeah. this country represents and accepts everyone. You've got the players taking the knee before the game because they accept everyone. But then you have the fans who act that way. Yeah, you and aren't I was football so fans. happy to see in the pub trash. that I was in when yeah. they took the knee, everybody clapped along exactly. and all, or some people took the knee as well. It was, you know, and, and that's what I, and then so stark contrast to 90 minutes later or 120 minutes later when we had the pourings in which of, is what, of, of hate. Which is what annoys me because it's like you guys wouldn't have even made it to the final if Sterling hadn't been scoring all these goals. Yeah, you guys wouldn't literally. have made it to the final if it wasn't for that Saka assist and then, you know, getting the goal. Like, you guys need to acknowledge the fact that this club, this country, without these players, is nothing. 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 It's nothing. So you're happy to gain the rewards of, exactly. of these players, but when they mess up, then suddenly, you know, they're Going this and they're Nigeria. just... Come on, man. No, Grow honestly... Up. Now that we talked about that bit, yeah, the political to, bit, to I think we need to talk about the actual game. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, it started off well. Luke Shaw bagging a goal. Dude, oh no one understands how happy I was. Like, happy birthday, Luke Shaw, by the way. 26 today. I was so happy. And I don't think anyone deserves it more. You know, he went, he went from an injury that almost had his leg amputated to having Jose Mourinho as a manager who just sent abuse his way about his body, about his, you know, talent, all this, this and that, to then leading his team almost to a, a European trophy, yeah, you know, with Man United. He could have, like, uh, even with, like, even with club European and country, League. I think, with Man United led us to the final. We were very close to the Premier League, you know, until things just went absolutely somewhere else. <laughs> but, you know, we're even with country, like, you know, bagging a goal in the European final, come on. It's massive. Hasn't happened since ni- 1966. Yeah, 1966 yeah. was in the World Cup as well. Which so, first ever Cup. Euros. He's made history for England. Yeah, you know? this is literal history. He's Shabata his name Carlos. In, yeah, <laughs> and he is a Manchester United left back, so. Well, we don't even. Uh, that's then, not important. No, that's no, not important. No, he no, wasn't like me yesterday. But <laughs> listen, at the end of the day, I am just so proud of him and I'm so happy for him. I think no one deserved that goal more. Oh, yeah. In terms of, you know, everything that he's gone through in the past couple of years. And the hate, you know, the doubters, yeah. the doubters. There was, I was one of them. I, I won't lie, I was one of them. But he really, he really turned out this whole competition yeah. and has done and very well. And Shaw is genuinely one of the nicest lads in football I think I've ever seen. And, and a lot of people might not know this or might not even acknowledge it. But this guy, even outside of the game, is so sweet. Like, he get, he sends fans out birthday presents. He does this, you know, he's a family man. He's just everything you want in a player. And I think... People like him should represent what England is. But, you know, I was very happy that he got that goal. I think it shook the world, you know, three minutes in. Come on. Wow, it, it started the game off with a bang. And yeah. England played very well that England first half. very well. That whole first half, every time they got close, they looked very desperate as well, Italy. They just yeah. kept shooting from wherever and it kept going wide. England had that game on lock. We yeah. didn't have that many other chances after then. But um, I think that's the, the problem with how we set out in the second half was that we didn't set out to... Score more. We yeah. set out to hold on. Exactly. And just sit back. Whereas Italy went all guns blazing. Dude, I don't know what team talk they got from Mancini, but, <laughs> dude, <laughs> they came out a it different side. Them, yeah. They came out <laughs> of Italy that I think we expected to see in the first half. I think the first half was more so what we saw against Spain. This yeah. second half was, I want to win this trophy and I'm going to win it. And they did. It reminded um, me of the team that we saw in the first game of the yeah. whole competition, actually. Whereas, yeah. you know, they, they came out... They wanted it. They yeah. wanted it more than we did, unfortunately. They so. were very good. You know, you had Chiesa, who was just... That guy is just a machine. Like Doing runs all over I the place. I want to see heat map, you know. I can't yeah. imagine what that looks like. But I do think they had a couple messy fouls that they did. Chiellini on Saka grabbing his neck. That was ridiculous. That was a straight that red. That should have been a red. I'm sorry. That I was can't a straight... believe it. And I think one thing that I've praised quite a bit in this composition is the VAR. 
because I think they've been very good. I think the refs have made it's very many good, good decisions. Part, yeah. yeah, but for some reason it's just been lacking in these last couple of games. In our semi final with that penalty, right now with that Chiesa thing, I meant sorry, Chiellini, Jorginho stamping on Grealish's leg, like. Watching that back, I just think the referee made so many bad decisions in that game. Whether yeah. it came from like even just like little ones, like little free kicks that probably sh- that could have done something for either side of the team. I don't know. I just think. Yeah. No. Really. Yeah. Honestly. Because it, yeah, it was good up until the semi-finals. I would say, and then mm. they all just went out the window. Apparently, yeah. I don't even think they used it that much. And they didn't. That's yeah, the thing, like, that's the problem. They didn't use it when it needed yeah. to be used. That where he pulled the shirt on, on Saka. That strangled him. He was nearly through Dude, as well. The guy was dragged and like thrown to the ground. It's like, it's like oh yeah, yellow card. No, that's a red. Yeah. That's a straight yeah. red. I'm sorry. And I know a lot of people are gonna be like, oh yeah, but you guys got that penalty against them. Watch, we wouldn't even be here. But no, it doesn't. But I don't think. Out. I think we have acknowledged the fact that we didn't even deserve that pen. So acknowledge the fact that that was a red card. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's simple as. And to be fair, in the Denmark game, there was an earlier foul. Which there was I think an earlier foul, was which a was penalty, a penalty. Which wasn't given. So it yeah. evens out. Evens yeah. Out. Yeah. Whereas this. The stuff that they took part in during the game was, it was dirty. But, yeah. you know, I, I think they still came out. I still think they were the better team. Yeah. They played very well in, in, in the extra time as yeah. well. I would like to see Chiesa get a Premier League move because really? I would like to see him in the Prem. What team? I think... Do you think would, A, afford him? Well, I think it would be a very good move for a kind of up-and-coming team, maybe like a Leicester, Arsenal, Tottenham. These teams that are... Lurking towards the bottom of the top four. Obviously, yeah. I'm giving Arsenal a lot of credit there. A lot of credit. <laughs> but, I mean, Arsenal are trying signings, to get their yeah. move on Madis, so, you know, I don't see it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, Interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of transfer going on, and I think we will cover that with our final show yeah. coming up very soon. Emotional. Tears. Oh. Tears. Okay. But I think the one of the best things about the Euros is how much up-and-coming talent you get to see. Yeah, you from know, all over, all over Europe. All over Europe. And the thing about the Euros is the majority of these players play in European countries, you know. You're either playing in the Bundesliga, Syria, Premier League, you know. Yeah, La Liga. La well. Liga, anything you know, like that. Some smaller teams from Liga Nash yeah. and from the uh, Dutch yeah, League as well. So. Exactly. So you get to witness so much talent that we probably don't because I doubt anyone generally watches those leagues on a regular if you're British because you probably rely on the Premier League. Just on League. the Premier, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just showing people kind of want to spend your money a bit this summer, you yeah. know. Yeah, no, yes. for real. I think we were talking about uh, earlier, obviously, uh, when Locatelli scored yeah. those goals, his price went like doubled and well, doubled and tripled. Very high. Just from two goals in 90 yeah. minutes, that's what can happen. Do you know what I think? I saw this on Twitter. It was like Declan Reichester was playing for his price tag to go back up <laughs> because the guy had an immense game. Like He w- he was playing to win. Like yeah, he, really he, he was playing to win. I think everyone was, but you could tell. This guy was like, I'm not letting any of these kids pass me. And I think a lot of people were just like, yeah, Declan Rice is just playing to get his stocks back up, <laughs> which made me laugh. But, you know, I think a lot of Southgate's decisions worked quite well in the first half of the game. You know, starting with that back five and then, you know, having the f- defensive pivot with Phillips and Rice in the middle. And then, you know, having Mount, Sterling, Kane up front. I think it worked. But I was I- disappointed by Mount. To be I honest. was very disappointed by that. And we were talking before the game as well. The yeah. one change that most people in, in, in the pub that I was in said it was take Mount take off, Mount put off. Sancho, yeah. Saka, or, or Sancho, Saka, or Grealish would have mm-hmm. all done better in that position. I just think he left him on for far too long. And I think Mason Mount deserves a lot of praise because he is a very talented kid. But yesterday oh, yeah. wasn't his game. No. It wasn't his game. And he's another one of the players that I think is going to be very overlooked just because of who he is, you know. A lot of, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, what else does Mason Mount bring to the table other than being good looking? <laughs> like, like genuinely, <laughs> I think a lot of people praise the guy because of things outside of his game. 
Yeah, I, I see that. I think similar with Grealish sometimes. Yeah, very similar. And I think yesterday was one of those performances that just wasn't his best. Because if, if Mount plays on his best, England could have won that game, you know. If he was able to get those balls into, you know, the the middle, you know, Sterling, Kane, yeah. something could have happened. Kane but wasn't really on it either. Kane, Kane is never on it. The whole life. front three weren't too yeah, good. Sterling no. did some good stuff. Dude, you're joking me. A left back had to get the had to get a goal. Like, <laughs> but um, <laughs> like that was a full back to full back. It was Creer and Trippier to Luke Shaw scored the wood. Yeah, scored the goal. that's the magic. So thing. it was like whole... our front three weren't doing anything. It was very heavily defensive, and I think the one thing that Southgate has been criticised on a lot is his reliance on his defence, but. Mm. I think his defence were the only people who pulled up yesterday. Yeah, Even though they let in a very scrappy goal. But it was but very, it was unlucky. It, it was, was unlucky a very to concede, unlucky you know, scrappy goal. It, it, it was bouncing around, yeah. hit the post, and then Bonucci exactly. kind of just like, yeah. kind of like shepherded it in. Yeah, so I just think a lot of players didn't do what we expected them to. I don't think Kane has always expected him to do all tournament. We thought he'd got back in the groove of things after he'd got the goal against Ukraine very early on, but... Yeah, I was I was unimpressed, I'm afraid. Yeah. You know? And he hasn't driven his price yeah. up like he wanted to this tournament. Yeah. But you know, obviously we're talking we're, we're talking very negatively now. There <laughs> yeah, were that's, positive. That's not what we want to do. But it's just yeah. like if you were going to analyze a performance, you need to do it to the best, and you need to acknowledge the fact that maybe some players didn't play at their best. Yeah, just like we said at the beginning, yeah. criticism obviously exactly. of the game, and 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 that's how to do it. You know, exactly. you, I I think there were decisions as well that Southgate, as we were talking about, could have made earlier, like mm. bringing on. Uh, Rashford and Greenish actually warm them up a little bit especially before Rashford's about to take a penalty that's the thing I don't understand how we expected the two lads to just come on score your penalty and then just disappear yeah you know, it's, like, it's it's not doesn't work like that yeah you know? and he should know that so he should know that because not only is he has he been a manager he's also been a footballer yeah yeah and so, in that position of penalties yeah. in a major tournament exactly obviously so. i i actually you know i do think a lot of praise has to go to southgate this whole tournament massive because praise. he yeah he had a lot of doubters me included i think he hasn't done incredible like we went into the euros off not a very great you know friendlies matches a couple games ago so i don't think we expected much, but we got a very easy group and then we got easy rest of the way. So I think yeah. we expected wins more than anything. It was more so Southgate's decisions that I think a lot of people doubted. Like when he put out his first team sheet. Yeah, against Germany we with, with the back five yeah. against Germany, everyone was like, what's he doing? What's yeah. he doing? But then we got 2-0 win against Germany. That yeah. is one game we have to say as well. That was not I think that was our ride. best game. Definitely the best game. Our performance, you know, everything about it, you know, yeah, no, it was it was perfect, honestly, and yeah. that's when it that's when it, for me, yeah, kicked in. And we're like, it's oh, coming it's coming home. It's <laughs> coming home. Yeah. Um. So you know that was that was a very nice time. Yeah. Now, thinking back on it, it's very nostalgic now because it was full of hope. Yeah. Uh, a time where we really you know believed that we could do it, and I, you know, why couldn't we? Because I think we could have. I think it's more so a disappointing result than anything because we could have done it. Yeah, it was just a fifty-fifty at the end. You know, yeah. as we said, these penalty shootouts. There's no skill that goes into it. It's luck. It's yeah. all luck. So would you keep Southgate on now? Um, We've got a World Cup coming up next year. Yes. Yeah, Same I would. team. I would. I would. Honestly, yeah. because and I, and I know I've said, I think I went into this tournament believing that this is his last chance to prove himself. Mm. And I think he did. If I'm honest, I, I might have be singing a different tune just before the <laughs> next World Cup. Yeah. Um, you know, depending how we do in the qualifiers and all that. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, he's the best I'd man for the job. I'd keep Southgate on, but also it's like, who would you replace him with? Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. There's, there's no We've one. talked about this before, but it's also like all the managers that I think could do a madness with England and, you know, lead them to a World Cup win or anything like that. I don't think want to leave their club level no, that, they're play, no. that they're managing at the minute. I think so you could like, get it to the point where either Rooney or Gerrard 
get to no. a certain level, they no. need to be better. Not right now. Not, I, no, I'm not saying now. I would now. not I'm say saying... in the next year. I, I thought you meant next year. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't think these guys <laughs> to, are going to do replace, anything for England in the next I year. I would say maybe Rooney. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I think Gerard's got, he's got a, a role to fill at Liverpool soon. And I couldn't see Rooney managing Man U, if I'm honest. Look, we'll, we'll have to see how in they the do. Next year. But. Yeah, no. Uh, no, I'm not saying in the next year. I'm saying I think Gerald's going to come in You think Rooney can never manage United? No, I don't think he can. Ever? I don't think so. He's not got the... It's not the right... He's not the right guy. I really don't think so. And I know that Ole needs to be replaced at some point uh, because he's he's not the guy either. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, this is my... This is the, the Liverpool man you starting to come back now yeah. we were united for the world Cup, for the <laughs> so, euros sorry guys um <laughs> i'm just here staring at nick listening to him chat is you know a bit of rubbish about my players but it has, to be, has to be said has to be said sorry about that but hey we're back back to the manager discussion yeah. back to the you manager think he discussion. can't manage man united but he can manage england yeah they're completely course. two different levels but you got to recognize that one of these has you have your entire country relying on you it is one of the most prestigious managerial roles ever that's true but it's also one of the hardest ones. i just think after so, the world cup if if we go out let's say before the round of 16 if we got in the, in the group stages or even the round of 16 i think maybe it would be time to try something else and rooney fresh young talent who young talent <laughs> it's weird to say that but managerial talent yeah who is you know at the moment trying to prove himself by that point he might have reached a level where you hey, could take a Darby chance up. on him he kept yeah, Derby up and maybe if he starts actually doing good things with yeah. them now maybe getting them promoted or whatever then maybe we could see giving him a chance because it is could someone who's worked in yeah. the squad recently i know that's what we did with southgate as well but i think rooney's got a bit more of a managerial mind than southgate Do you does you think I don't know. maybe a lampard could ever manage that's actually England. that's actually not a bad shout it isn't you know i think people discount lampard a little bit because yeah. of what he did at uh chelsea and it wasn't amazing but we have to give him some props he did quite well with with a transfer embargo at Chelsea and but then again you have a ton of money in that Chelsea squad like yeah. I, I don't expect I wouldn't go straight team. away I think it's not a bad shot but I wouldn't go from straight away because I just yeah. don't trust him like that but again so this is what we've been saying there's nobody who is as good exactly. as Southgate exactly there's literally the no moment. one out there like no. that, that's the thing it's like people might be oh yeah get Southgate out oh, because we lost the final but A I don't think he deserves to be sacked No, I no, don't think he deserves now. it but also I don't think there's anyone who can replace him at this minute in time so before you guys start screaming your claims Southgate out, Southgate out. Tell me who you want it to replace him with. <laughs> exactly. then, like, you need to come with suggestions. Like, you guys need to, you know, be open to telling me who you want to replace him with or else get out of my face. Like, yeah, yeah. like, you don't have anyone, yeah. but, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to the, to, to the World Cup. I think we're prepared. Do you think England can do well? Yes, of course. I think they can go all the way because now we've seen semi-final, final, what's the next step? But you've got to remember... Winning the whole thing. We've just seen Messi come off of his first international win with the Copa America Oh, final. yeah, we didn't even address and that. Brazil lost the final. And then you've got a Ronaldo who just lost out big time in the round of 16. So he's going to want his country to do big. And you've also got to remember that next year is probably going to be the last international tournament for both these yeah, lads. Yeah, wow. It's going to be a legendary 30, tournament. Like they're, they're both going on 36. So that means yeah. that they'd have to wait another four years for another one. You might have to do a so, reunion, a reunion yeah, show like, when, when that World Cup comes we've around. We've got to remember that this tournament is going to mean a lot for a lot of different reasons for a lot of different people. Yeah. Um, for England, we want redemption. For Italy, they want to, you know, keep on like, ooh, we just did and this. And they want to get to that point yeah, because Brazil have five 
five wins. Italy have four. They're coming yeah. up on our tails. So yeah, you know, you've got a Brazil who also just lost. Just lost the final just of lost a Copa, Copa America. America. So, Copa America. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. That's good. <laughs> um, you've got a Brazil who just lost, and they've got a lot of talent in their squad. So, so much. I mean, I was watching that final. And look, Brazil weren't playing amazing, but they have quite a few good players and I think they just they, I'm not gonna lie together. I didn't watch the game but all I know is Abby Martinez you are incredible yeah he, he's pretty good six six what six seven cats for Argentina and he's just gone and won the Copa America with them yeah. won the I don't know what your version of the Golden Glove is for the tournament <laughs> but yeah the you guys did that glove. so I think there's a lot for the next tour- next year yeah a lot so to much. expect it's gonna and be I think mad, we're all very excited France, Portugal and Germany now it's England, basically Italy. the Euros take two and then throw in a couple South American teams. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah, yeah, I think we are all looking forward to it. And we are both very happy to be back on the show. And we will be back very soon with probably our final web episode. Yeah, unfortunately. But we will see you then. Exactly. Thank you very much.